You know, this week on uh, on Tuesday night there, I had a uh, I had a dream, and it was about uh, coming to St. Albert here uh, this weekend to preach, and I had absolutely nothing prepared. So, but I'm very thankful and grateful that that uh, dream did not come true. So. Gratitude and thanksgiving to our God opens the eyes of our hearts to the great love and mercy he has for each of us. In today's gospel from St. Luke, the one leper who came back to thank Jesus is praised for his gratitude. Thanksgiving and gratitude are important parts of our relationship with our God. You know, for many years I struggled with this uh, gospel on the ten lepers. I would think, why is Jesus so upset with those other nine lepers? Are they not doing what he asked them to do? Are they not going to show themselves to the priest like he instructed them to do? Isn't obedience to God one of the most important things that we are to follow in our relationship with him? You know, I was stuck on the fact that uh, the nine lepers were being obedient by going to show themselves to the priest. I was missing the lesson that none of them were filled with gratitude. None of them, after being healed of this terrible, terrible disease, came back to thank Jesus for the healing. I missed the point of the parable. I missed the good news that Jesus is teaching us in today's gospel. The good news that being grateful is a key part of our healthy relationship with our God. And the words of thank you and having a sense of gratitude towards all that he does for us deepens our relationship with him. So why does Jesus value gratitude so much? He values values gratitude because it is valuable to us. It is valuable to the health of our souls. Gratitude keeps us grounded in the truth which is key for our ongoing relationship with him. You know, the simple fact that everything, everything we have is a gift from God. Creation, our lives, our talents, the opportunities that we have been given, and hope and hope in heaven. Everything, everything we have is a gift from God. You know, gratitude helps us in our battle against sin. Sin sin turns our thoughts towards ourselves. But gratitude, that opens us up to God and to each other. You know, it directly contradicts self-centeredness, self-indulgent, and self-absorption. It softens our hearts, takes the focus off ourselves, and directs it to God and to others. It points us in the right direction so that we will have a healthy relationship with God and with each other. You know, after hearing today's gospel and Jesus' teaching on gratitude, we, might, we should all take some time today to ask ourselves how grateful we really are. Let us start with today. How many times before you came to Mass did you thank God <clears throat> For all that he has done for you. While you're here at Mass, have you thanked him for anything? 
How about this past week? Approximately how many times do you think you have thanked our Lord? Do you thank him only for the big things in your life, or do you thank him for the small things, like a a beautiful flower or a a whiff of a pleasant odor or uh, maybe the coffee you had or the orange juice or the glass of water you had today? You know, being grateful is good for our health. It is good for our souls and is good for our relationship with our God and each other. You know, Blessed Solanus Casey was a simple priest who I believe can teach us something about gratitude and thanksgiving. Now, this is Blessed Father Solanus Casey. So, blessed means that he's one miracle away from sainthood. So, we could say that he's a good and holy man. Blessed Solanus Casey was a man who believed in and demonstrated that he had a deep sense of gratitude towards God and a unique way of thanking God in his prayers, especially the ones that were for other people. You know, he was born in Wisconsin in 1870, and he he was the sixth child of 15 children, and his parents were Irish Catholic immigrants. And he lived on that farm and worked on that farm till he was 17 years old. And then he left it to take a series of jobs. And the reason he took the, he left the farm is because it wasn't doing all that well and uh, they needed some money to survive. And he worked as a lumberjack, a hospital orderly, a prison guard at Stillwater, and a streetcar operator. So he did this in, uh, in the states of uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota. So he's, he's one of us. He's a Midwestern. He was ordained in a Capuchin priest in 1904, but he was not given the faculties to preach at Mass or to hear confessions. Someone we would call a simplex priest. That didn't, that didn't stop him or bother him. He spent his life in the service of people. He was a porter at the Detroit Monastery, so he was the person that, if you came to the door of the monastery and knocked on it, he would greet you. And as it turned out, he greeted thousands and thousands of people who came for his advice and his intercession in prayer. He had a ministry that was full of many, many fruits, as thousands and thousands of prayers and miraculous healings were attributed to his ministry. But he is known for his deep gratitude to Jesus for his passion and for the Eucharist. He is also known for his unique way of thanking God. Father Casey thanked God ahead of time, encouraged people to do do that. You know, I bet most of us thank God for answered prayers. I know that's the way I would operate. Father Casey does not. Father Casey, who had thousands of prayers and petitions answered, and many of those miraculously, always thanked God ahead of time for all the good God was doing in answering his prayers. So as he was praying, he was thanking God. Of course, he was also thankful and grateful for the answered prayers that God would give him, and he would thank him in the traditional way. You know, this is a good lesson for you and I. I know that since I learned this way of of praying and thanking God, I've incorporated it into the way that I pray with especially when I pray for others, you know. 
Thank God ahead of time for all the good he will do as we ask for either healings or um, any, any type of petition that we put before him. So how do you and I, knowing what we know about gratitude and thanksgiving, incorporate this into our daily lives? Well, I think it's pretty simple. We can just start by having a, uh, an awareness and re- reminding ourselves that God is the source of everything good in our lives. And we, be- we can begin and end our day by thanking him. And during our normal daily routine, we can thank him often, not only for the large things, but for all the small things that he gives us. And we can extend that gratitude to others and thank them. You know, Jesus reminded us in today's gospel that gratitude is a Christian value, that gratitude is a Christian virtue that he values. It's not only good for our relationship with him, but it's also good for our health and good for our relationships with each other. You know, as we come forward today to receive our Lord in the Eucharist, or as we come forward to receive a blessing, let us praise and thank him, for he is the source of everything. You know, during this coming week, let us continue to thank him for all the large and small blessings in our lives, doing this with a sense of gratitude, remembering that gratitude and thanksgiving to God opens the eyes of our hearts to the great love and mercy that he has for each of us.